No, it's a podcast. It's definitely recording. Red lights on. Mm-hmm. Facebook on. Red light on. Sweaty. No, it's like I weed myself. I haven't weed myself, okay? I haven't dribbled. I trust you as yeah. well. I didn't think it was we. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, sorry. It's, we've gone That's like a typical yeah, top podcast thing to talk about. <laughs> it's about the wet patch on Steve's. Crotch. I was uh, listening to a, a, a pop song from the 90s earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me went, more. Something a bit like, no, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> Scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Yep, classic. TLC, no scrubs. Yep. It's the Fair Rockstar Club. Yeah, <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's Brilliant. a regular feature. Brilliant. Gabby. <laughs> uh, hi everyone, welcome to Failed Rockstar Club podcast, a podcast that talks to musicians <laughs> about... Oh, I'm coughing. Hang on, ah, help! <laughs> about um, the journey of music, mental health and fashion. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. Lovely. We often forget to talk about fashion. <laughs> We're not going to forget today. Hopefully not. <clears throat> because oh, your, fashion, your fashion is good. Yeah. Woohoo. I love that. I work really hard on my fashion, so... Good. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> do remind if we do forget. Might remind us again. Can you... Sorry, I'm coughing. I'm very... Yeah, do you, want me to, do you want me to do some talking? <laughs> is that, is that um, Heineken's Skanky Huggins Zero? Uh, so, can you please introduce yes. who we are, who Gabby is... Yep. And... Spoiler alert. This is Gabby. Yeah. <laughs> and where we are, etc. Yes, that, okay, well, mark. hello, I'm Jez. That's Steve, the other voice you can hear. Uh, we're here in our hub, Best Days Vintage, the centre of Colchester, cultural centre of the universe. And this week we have a very special guest, Gabby Rivers, who's here with us, hello. singer-songwriter. Yep. Yes. Gabby Rivers. <laughs> uh, and, we, yeah, we're going to have a chat with her about her mm. journey in music. Sounds good. Uh, we're going to try something but, different this week, right? Just in yeah, case we're going to advertise like, this. I thought we should, just in case it does sound like <laughs> rambling crap. Okay, yeah. Well, we're going to... Even though Steve's got his laptop out and it's still... I know, but normally the <laughs> Was that literally the, the lyrics to no script? <laughs> uh, and my song of the week, and I've written Band for Life. And I've got one question <laughs> for the beginning section. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, we go... Usually Steve does uh, quite a lot of prep mm-hmm. and has a list of questions... But I thought just to spice, it, spice things up and experiment, we're going to go a little bit more ramble chat and uh, see where the conversation takes us and mm. not be so rigid. Not that we are rigid. No. Usually. But there's an element of rigidity. Because I think homework is good work. <laughs> yes, it can be. And I think homework Maybe. is bad work. <laughs> bad work. That's the thing. Oh, bad work and good work. Yeah. What do you well, think? Homework is good work or bad work? Mm, do you like homework? You must, are you still doing not. homework? I am. Yeah. How bad is that? It's okay. Girl. I'm still doing still homework. I still have homework. I hate homework, you know, but I'm quite good at it, actually. You, oh. Yeah, you said we were just talking off air about how yeah. much you'd got done during, yeah. during lockdown. Yeah. College work-wise. Yeah, I'm quite good with, like, college work. I think, well, at school, the subjects I didn't enjoy, I wasn't very good at homework. But because I'm doing music, right. like, it doesn't really feel like homework, so... Okay, yeah. what, subject was, what subject was good homework? Um, what, at school? Yeah. 
Um, I'd you... say drama, dance, the, yeah. like the creative stuff. The fun ones. Yeah, the good the good. CDT? Yeah. You what is CDT? That's old days. Woodwork. We call that... CDT. <laughs> it's for craft, is it, technology? We... Called that RM resistant yeah. material. It hasn't been called CDT in 25 years. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least. REM. Like, REM, oh. oh, yeah, oh. resistant materials. And then we resistant have like, materials? Yeah, and then we have exactly. textiles. Pathetic. Everyone what's, what's sex education? What's sex education called it in school now? Well, that's in PSHE. What? Like Personal what? social. Soldiers get when they come back from the war. <laughs> I don't even know what they're lucky. You don't know what it stands for? No. Okay. Say again. P S H E. It'll be personal, P-S-H-E. social, something. Health. 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 Education. There you go. Education. There we go. used to be P S E. They've added the H. What's that stand for? Used to be personal, social, social, education. No. Uh, health. Oh, health. <laughs> <laughs> health. health. <laughs> anyway, so are you seventeen? Yeah. Gabby, is that right? Yeah. So Gabby's seventeen, yeah. and we met her. Well, she used to come in the, our shop and just buy clothes from us, yeah. which is lovely. But then we heard. We heard. Well, I heard some of her songs on. Uh, I think on YouTube mm-hmm. and or Instagram or something, and then we asked you to play at the shop. Yes. And I distinctly remember you saying, "I don't know, if, I think it might have been your last song." And I was like, "Whoa, this this girl's got such a great voice." <laughs> and then you said, "Right, I'm going to do one of my favourite songs, uh, a Florence, Florence and the Machine yeah. song." I think you did the dog. Dog, dog days, days are yeah. over. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, good luck with this." And then you <laughs> absolutely nailed it. And I was like, "Yeah, she's got it. Wherever oh. it is, she's got it." Oh. But anyway. That's yeah. That's you. Let's talk about our week, because that's, yeah. that's what we do. Well, I want to <laughs> ask one question first. It's my only okay. question of the whole. The only one that's written down. <laughs> the one question. He's yeah. going to say the one question, then that's, yeah. that's yeah. like he's yeah. over. Then we'll shut that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How are you all coping with the heat? Ah, because okay. I want to link it a little bit because this week well, we all know it's hot as arseholes, mm-hmm. hot as mm-hmm. balls. <laughs> Uh, and well, it's one of the questions we've been asking on Instagram, isn't it? And TikTok and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Is how do you cope with the heat? What techniques do you have? So how do you, Gabby, cope with when it's hot as balls? Um, oh. I don't think anyone can cope but mm. with this heat. But what I do, I just... I know it sounds really bad, but I stay indoors. Because like, my house is quite cool. Okay. So I have like little... No, I don't have a fan. I, okay, I like take sure. my fan everywhere around mm-hmm. the house with me, wherever I go. And also, my studio is like uh, my little home mini studio is like outside of the house in the garage bit. And the garage is like really cold for some reason. I think okay. like there's like a freezer Ooh, in there. We got a little recording studio. Yeah, oh, like cool. minutes, like little tiny one, and it's connected to the garage, so it's really cool in there. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like urges me to go yeah. and work because it's really cool um, in there so like yeah. i just work in there is it freezing cold to me freezing cold in the winter uh yeah it is quite cold in the winter but for some reason like the, well the more i'm in there the hotter it gets so like i have to open the garage door and let the air in and okay. then it's just like i'm yeah that's how i kind of cope with it and just lots of showers, showers. get in the shower a lot what about honest. sleep sleep techniques oh well with my sleep at the moment i've just had like three piercings done i've had my seconds done and my helix done and like it when you when you <laughs> <A couple> of, <laughs> <laughs> which bit's the helix the helix is like this one here oh, okay. so you have to sleep on the side that has less piercing so it's this side oh. but this one's like super painful and bruised so i've just not been sleeping very well because oh. every, so i keep on like... catching my ears yeah mm. i keep on catching my ears in my sleep and like i wake up because i'm in so much pain 
and so on it's not top even of the that, heat, the heat's not the problem. No, and on top of that, the heat is like keeping me awake. But I have like a fan, and then I also have um, like I'm having a sheet at the moment. I don't have a duvet. I can't yeah. deal with a duvet Classic. at the moment. So yeah. just well, a little good, sheet. Good techniques. Fans and sheets are very good techniques. That's what that's I'm, what I've got. I'm a big fan of the wet flannel technique. <laughs> 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 the cold, the cold wet flannel. Yeah. <laughs> Which sticky I, flannel. I tend to put it. I sleep on my front, so oh. then I put it on the back of my neck. Tee, like a little scarfy. Yeah, like a little neckerchief. Like a dog's little neckerchief. Yeah, exactly like that, but a wet flannel version. And it works. Yeah. Well, it, you know. Do you ever get the thing where it? I wake up and I can never find it, so yeah. I obviously toss and turn a lot. When we, I remember once when we were younger. I was about fifteen, and we were on a holiday, and I like it was so hot, and I, mean, I forget we were at Crete or somewhere, and I was sleeping under like a wet towel. Mm-hmm. And then it would fall off, and like that, and then it would create a kind of odd wet stain. And yep. the woman that used to come in and clean the room, like each day in the morning, no, she accused me of wetting the bed. <laughs> in, in, in <laughs> Greek. <laughs> okay, this is good. So public record: yeah. Steve did not wet the bed. Yeah, it was a wet towel. Yeah, are we all Stavros? <laughs> <laughs> That's not racist. <laughs> Probably. Oh, it was his name, Stavros's. He owned it. Oh, okay. Did he actually? Well, let's not tug at that thread. Yeah. Okay. What about now? Do you have any techniques, Steve? I am a big advocate of keeping the curtains closed during the and you'll find when you if you've been out on the day and you come in and the curtains and doors and the windows have all been closed, the house is really cool. And then because it's stopping the sun coming through and it's stopping the hot air outside because the air is hotter outside than it is in the house. But as soon as the air cools enough outside to then be cooler than the air in the house, get those windows wide open and let the breeze come through. That's what mm-hmm. my mum does in her room. Actually. Yeah, and it's just, um, that does work, doesn't it? Yeah, That's it's a Slovakian thing. Like I don't think it's brilliant in Slovakia, but I learnt it when I was used to go with my wife's family. And that's what they would do as well. Mm. And it makes, honestly, it makes, I, I, would, I do it in my house and I come into the house after the hot the work. I'm like, it's so cold in this house. It's mad. But then it's soon, the temperature, as the temperature changes, it feels hotter or hotter in the house. Yeah. Get the windows wide as well. Don't keep the lights off as well because bugs come in. We don't like bugs in the house. Oh, yeah. So keep the lights as low as possible and let the, but open the windows and let the cross breeze. Have you tried the put your clothes in the freezer? No. I've, I've read about that. So that's not to be done. What? Mm. That was on the BBC website. Don't do it. Don't do it. Why not? Uh, cool Cause socks. Because I, I just put it on <laughs> our official... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, right. I, I just read somewhere else, and they said, they said there's a thing. But it was, it, was a re- it was another website, but yeah, fine. Uh, I put my p- pants in the freezer, and then... Okay. Did you actually do put, it? Yeah, yeah. And then oh. put them on an hour later. Oh. It's lovely. <laughs> Good for you. I, don't know, I didn't read why you shouldn't do it, but he said don't yeah. do it. But, well, I'll do some more research into that. Uh, but I also heard put cold socks on. Wet socks. Wet socks. Mm. Oh, but I hate having wet feet. No, yeah, yeah. No, but it's going to cool. Well, I uh, suppose different, whatever you can... Dif- different bodies, different, different needs. Exactly. Facts. Different beds, <laughs> different bodies. Have, have you got a song of the week? Yeah. To do, okay, good. That well, This wasn't instead of... No, no, no I, just, okay, good. Um, I just... I just want to ask a question. Sure. Well, it's a good valid question. And because of that's the last last bit of prep work, homework is good work, yep. I've done. Shut the laptop. The laptop's there been closed. 
Well, while, while we're talking about hot stuff, fuck me, the website's gone mental. The podcast has gone crazy. We're all over the place. Yeah, we're off the rails. Yeah, oh, what kind of anarchy? Yeah, my my song was going to be uh, what well, is the warmth of the sun by the Beach Boys because uh, you know as it's been so hot. Okay, a it's a beautiful song. B it's so hot, and I, I'm kind of sick of people complaining about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had a lovely day outside yesterday and just enjoyed the heat and enjoyed. As I so often do, mm-hmm. the, the natural world. Me, just me in the natural world. Mm-hmm. And put an album on. I listened to. Have you heard? You went cycling. Fon- Fontaine's DC's. Yeah, yeah. New album. No, I know the band, but I don't know. I know the band, but I didn't know. Well, the new album out. Seriously, you know when you, it's a game show. Listen to an album on headphones, going mm-hmm. for a walk. It's the way to listen to an album. Mm-hmm. I had it. I went through it twice. Yeah. Climbed right under it. It was. Chef's kiss. Thing, that's one good thing about your family not being here is that yeah. you've, got, you've been given the, the gift of time and opportunity yep. to experience you. Because there's no way in God's earth you'd have had that opportunity. Oh, no, exactly. I'm, I'm gripping it with both hands. Mm. Regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another benefit of my family. Arrogant. Not, not both hands. <laughs> both hands, that's right. Even a 17 year old girl, why are you making everything <laughs> bawdy, <laughs> Lynn? Sorry. I listen to podcasts all the time and it's the time for stuff. This is oh, what happens. Sorry. So yes, that is it. my song of the week. But yeah, June, that's also my recommendation <laughs> of the week. Listen to Fontaine's DC's new album. What's it called? A Hero's Death. Oh, oh, blimey! It's really good. Oh, that's an intense and title. And like, I love the first album as well. But it, it's a progression, but like not a radical. It's just a small progression. They're not that Irish band, are they? They're American. Yeah, oh, they're, they're is Irish. that the ones that do the kind of hey? Yes, that's them. They sound really good. Yeah. I must admit, they're not... Walking on the street. <laughs> it's, it's kind of easy to do a sort of pastiche of them because he just kind of talks like that. It's kind of monotone and he yeah. sings about stuff in a kind of poetic way. Yeah. Dublin city streets. But, yeah, his, his melodies are really kind of horizontal, Joy Division-y type. Yeah. The Fall, which I wouldn't normally like. No. But, but I hear but songs I pop, do. I hear when songs pop up on the spot, the, I always go, that's fucking good, is that? Oh. Yeah. Them again. And your answer is always Fontaine's DC. There you go. Sometimes it's key and B side. It's either one or the other. But yeah. yes, there you go. That's mine. Gabby, what's um, your? Because we asked you to do some homework. My song which is week. good work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my one is uh, Billie Eilish's new song. I, I know it's so typical for me to say that because she's Billie Eilish. But sure. I like. I've always like liked her music, but mm-hmm. I've never really had like one favorite song by right, her. Okay. Oh. And then she bought out a brand new song called My Future last week Ooh, and it's like like my like my fa- most really? favourite really straight song. into your yeah, number one yeah. Billy because is it, is it actually a single or, she, or did it she, 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 she released, released it as a single okay. and she actually wrote it in lockdown and um yeah, it's just very relatable for me because the song's basically about like self love and everything. And for like a few years, like for, I reckon from like year nine to like end of like year twelve, like well end of lockdown really I was like for some reason um very much like caring about others I never really focused on myself and like I was always like I never really like was able to like make myself happy by myself mm-hmm. and that is like literally what the song is about like self-love and everything and then in lockdown that's all I did like work on myself and everything and then I've just come out like a completely different person because of it and when I heard that song I was like Oh my god, that is literally like my si- that like she's I've written down my thoughts. That. Yeah, <laughs> and it was crazy, and and also about how like she's really excited to like work on herself because she's excited to see what's going to happen in the future, and like grow and like 
in obviously in her music and herself and I was like this is literally like what I've been thinking isn't it magical when music can do that where you think somebody is literally singing to yeah. just to you I literally thought the song was literally <laughs> aimed at me I was like she's this is like every single word and, yeah. and I just can't stop listening to it because not only is it a brilliant song it's so relatable as well so what do you yeah. mean when you say work on yourself like what does that mean like, like for, you know, we say about self love, and I'm working on myself. You, you come out of a relationship, hadn't you? Yeah, I just come out of a relationship. So, by end of January time, I was like, like that person, like he was my happiness, and like that's who, I, who I, like I focused on. And then I was like, I'd never like focused on myself and my own happiness, and I was like, kind of just like lost. I was like a little lost puppy, like what do I do? <laughs> and I was like, I hadn't really like focused on my friends or anything. And it just like hit me like a. Like it was like you need to sort yourself out, and also I like music. I was obviously I was working on it still, but like since like leaving that relationship, I, it's like gone every single day. I'm working on music, and I don't know. It was just I also so like what finding more time to do for stuff that you want to do. Yeah, yeah, and I think just like for, like finding my myself again. That sounds so cringe. Like finding no. myself again, but do it's you know what I mean? 2020. You're allowed yeah, to say yeah, that. yeah, and and also like I was like for like years, I'd always look at my body and be like, oh. I'm so fat, like but I know like teenage girls mm-hmm. do. Sure. And I'd always like complain about it but never do anything about it. And then in lockdown, like I was a fitness freak, like for some reason, and then I had just I haven't really like stopped. I don't know. Do why. you feel better for yourself? Or... Yeah, definitely. I think or like your self image or your health. Like I think they always say exercise really helps with mental health. And like honestly it does, like a hundred percent. And then also like my body image as well. Like I literally lost like I went down in a clothing size. And I think just, like, looking at myself, I was finally happy with the way that I looked, mm-hmm. which was so... Like, I I wish I did it earlier because I wouldn't have complained as much and, like, gotten sad and everything. But also because of, like... <clears throat> I think if I didn't have my little... Like we were talking about earlier, my arm dis- arm arm problem, um, which we can't Should talk say, about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gabby has a very, very rare bone disease. <laughs> there are only three and a half thousand people in the entire world. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I've, I actually found out about that last year. Okay. And I've just been like in and out of hospital, like like them sort of the medication. But weirdly enough, when I started exercising, I used to get like severe pain, like two to three times a week. And it would almost be to the point where I'd take ibuprofen and it wouldn't even work. <laughs> and I'd be, like, in bed and I couldn't do anything. But now that I exercise five days a week, I don't. I get pain, like, once or twice a month. And it's crazy. Oh. Because I'm working, like, for some reason, like, building the muscle in my yeah. arm is, like, stopping the pain. So oh, it's kind, it kind of, like, motivates me to work out because yep. I know that I'm going to feel better. I know that I'm going to feel better about my body and my arm isn't going to hurt. So, like, all of them. Triple, triple one. Like, it's just, like, gives me a reason to work out. And I think a lot of people my age like are like, ugh, bun working out, can't do that. And I'm just like... Do you know, I, I've been reading a lot about stoicism. One of the things right. they say is the best... I think I said this before, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Mm. The second best time to plant a tree is right now. Exactly. And that's the thing with exercise. Yeah. If you'd have been, say, you've been, you've been doing a lot more exercise or whatever it might have been, or eating healthier a year ago or something, or working on, like we've been doing, working on the mailing list five years ago, all these things, you think where you'd be now. Yeah. But failing that, just do it right now. Just do it now. Yeah. Do it. Stop putting it off. Yeah, because exactly. the more you do it and the more you get on that journey, it, does, it takes, it's the beginning. You just have yeah. to start that process. So as soon as you start that process, you start to feel the results and you start to see stuff over time. But, 
if you'd been doing that a year ago and where you'd be now a year later and you know exactly i feel like people put put things off that they complain about like all the time yep. and i was doing that like literally like a year ago i was literally crying about my body and the way that i looked yeah. but i wasn't doing anything about it yeah. so and the thing is like the the workout that i do is 30 minutes of a hit workout like five days a week and realistically mm-hmm. If I wasn't doing that, I'd just be scrolling through like TikTok for thirty minutes. Do you know what I mean? So which it is also a great. It's great, I, which I do at night. I, I scroll yeah. through TikTok for hours at night, yeah. but in the morning, like, what's the reasoning for me not to be able to do it? Do you know what I mean? So I think it's just that it's that first step, isn't it? Starting it is the hardest part. But once yeah. you start it, mm-hmm. you realise a it's not that hard. Yeah. B it's going to make you feel better. And if you, especially if you do it early, then you can and you justify s- anything else and you do in the day. See the res- yeah. When you start seeing results as well, that's the yeah. key. It's a big motivator, Completely, isn't it? completely, yeah. yeah. And, and like, I, I remember... It's equally easy to stop doing it as well. Yeah, And then fall so back into our ways. And it's like, it's, it is challenging to do anything like that to keep it going. Yeah, like, you... I, I think things you, become a fad, but... To you me, notice, don't you, like, the when you notice a difference. Like, for me, last week, I didn't work out for three days... And the third day, I felt really ill. Like, I felt tired and I felt, like, just like, I don't know, I just felt really, like, sick and everything. And I d- didn't have anything wrong with me. It's because my body was so used to working out. Yep. And I was, like, down and sad. And it just shows, like... Your body's going, give me those endorphins yeah. again. <laughs> Is it weird probably doesn't have that voice. <laughs> yeah. a 40-year-old male to want to do Zumba? <laughs> no, I, oh my god, absolutely not. I love is this a bit a serious, of Zumba. Is this a serious yeah. question? Because my mum used to teach Zumba actually. And was there any forty-year-old males that weren't I, weird? I'm, or sure, gay? I'm sure there was. Why Zumba of all the because, disciplines? I, I, I mean, like, it's a beautiful thing. I like yeah. the idea of disco dancing. <laughs> you know, yeah, we could just go disco dancing. Yeah, no, but we can't. We go. No one. We never go disco dancing anymore. Well, that's true. Do you know but what you, you could, should try? You if you like TikTok, there's actually a TikTok dance workout. And it's 15 minutes long, right? And it's amazing. I do it like nearly every day now because I love TikTok and I love working out. So mm-hmm. combining the two together, oh. it's just, some, and it makes you like, I probably sweat more than that than doing Joe Wicks. So. Oh. <laughs> did you do any of the Joe Wicks during lockdown? I did, I think, I, I didn't do the first week and then I did like 14 <clears throat> weeks of it. Wow. <laughs> do you have to do Joe, Joe Wicks, Joe Wicks? <laughs> Well, I don't really like to talk about it, but I have, I have done Joe You've Wicks. You've done Joe Wicks? <laughs> yeah. He, he'll deny it, but... Mm. Uh, do you know what? I've spoken to so many people, and they were like, I did Joe Wicks the first week, and then I stopped because I was in too much pain, and I was the same. Like, I couldn't get yeah, down the we, stairs. We, as a family, dropped it off for one week. Yeah. It's actually really hard. People are like, isn't that a kid's workout? I was like, you do it, and then yeah. tell me it's a kid's it's, workout. Yeah, it's rock hard. Too much. Unrealistic of Joe, what, I'd say. What hurt? What hurt? Uh, the, uh, everything the, the thighs <laughs> the thighs yeah the thighs hell of a beast you haven't done Joe which Joe which has done you well in a way yeah uh, Stephen hello you're, you haven't done your song all week this is uh, what happens yeah. when we have no we structure we've has gone mental uh, I've opted this week for controversially Gary Glitter oh, leader of the pack oh come on you can't even mention him you can't <laughs> I don't think so. Well, he's, he's uh, in case you're not familiar with his work, no, but he's no, a no. convicted paedophile. <laughs> but yeah, Gary Glitter, he did what, not uh, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve hasn't been convicted. Well, I can quickly Google another song that's got leader in the title. If you, if you yeah, what about the leader of the pack by the, uh, oh, the Shangri Las? Or oh, there's another band. The um... yeah, you could have you could have easily. Gary Glitter was the one that was the original, wasn't he? That's a different song, is it? Yeah. Oh. 
I've always said same up. same title, different song. Oh, the leader of the pack. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> Shangri Las. He's right. goes. Well, I also I had, had originally also chosen Thunderwave by Dick Dale. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was Thunderwave. Yeah. Uh, but I was obviously for leader of the gang by someone. Pack. Go for the leader of the pack by the Shangri Las. Okay. okay, that's his official choice. Uh, because last week I have been improving myself. Mm-hmm. And I've been taking a leadership course every day in the morning, um, which is involved kind of trying to figure out the sort of person I am, my values I have, what motivates me, what my kind of values are, what I believe leadership is, and what sort of culture I'd like in a business and like this business as a way of kind of like trying to improve the sort of man I am, I guess, and the sort of person I am that runs a business like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a emotional at times and tiring really tiring and also an educational really good experience and it's amazing to think that every one of us has got that inside of them like a key value system and and things that motivate them as humans and how you can apply that to your music or what we you do with here as being a leader as well and i found it really interesting and that's basically taken up my entire week thought process and I've been like journaling in the evenings doing homework reading a lot about it over the week as well as trying to fit in actually run working in this business yeah. as well so it's been a quite a long week but yeah it's an interesting process what, and it, what would you say is the the well the sort of most one thing you'd um say that you've learned that you're that really going to take all on got key characteristics and values that are our line our hills that we were willing to die on and that as a as a person that you have these these kind of characteristics with inside of you and also that it doesn't matter you don't have to be alan sugar old ferritarian type of person to be a good leader it's about you know every business has a different culture and a different way of being and or loads of things but that's the kind of thing that off the top of my head that um, mm-hmm. I took away as being it and that, that actually I can be a good leader to like for this business with the guys without compromising values but also trying to be a good person and that is kind of like it was cool and it was kind of like interesting as well and I really felt like I understood my, found myself <laughs> but I understood myself like more about actually found, found out what makes me tick and that I could put words to it and phrases to it to be able to say to someone this is me I mean, I've, I've actually made it into a little business card to keep with me, something I can read every single day. And also notice that when things have gone wrong in this business with relationships, it's normally because I've compromised my values. Interesting. It is interesting. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah. And so I've got this this little business. It's not. I call it my business card, but it's just it's got my kind of like my values, my motivations, what I believe leadership is, what I believe the culture of this business should be. And so that I can read like regularly to remind myself. And if I ever feel like I might be getting lost or I'm ballsing up, I can go back to references again and say, "What am I doing? This is not me." And I, I've, like, there's loads of times. You know, there's times with staff that we've maybe things have gone badly for us as a business, like with a, a relationship with a staff member or something. For example, Abby. Right? Mm-hmm. And looking back on it, it's possible that maybe the reason it was such a big shock and surprise is because it was out of the kind of culture of the way we'd kind of set this business up and it was a surprise to her as a person that it was not quite cult- like the culture we set up and this culture is already in the business it's just we haven't, we haven't put really any words to it until until now I've started this process so you go the leader of the pack <laughs> 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 
It's the only little business card. Endorses the music of Peter Falls. <laughs> Peter Falls. <laughs> That's the hill he's willing to die on, people. Mm. Not really, obviously. Mm. He prefers the Shangri Lars. Yeah. Right, let's talk to Gabby. Yep. Because we've rambled on for quite some time there mm. without talking about music, really. Uh, Gabby, let's start yes. at the beginning. Yes. <laughs> when did you realise you were really good at music? Oh, that's a good one. I don't think I still haven't realised. <laughs> okay, I'm, well, I'm officially well. telling you, you are good. So I... Was it just then? You just realised? Yeah, just now. Now, <laughs> you, now you've told me. Um, I think... Well, I've always loved music. I've always been like that child that's quite like sassy, performs and stuff. But I was always very much like musical theatre side. Oh, okay. Um, until, yeah, very much jazz hands and everything. And I started doing musical theatre at the age of, well, I feel like every musician says this. Like, I've done music, like, been singing since, like, I can't even remember when I started singing, like, four or something like that. Then I started doing musical theatre and I. Thought I really had potential. I thought I was really good at musical theatre. So I was quite good at the dance and the acting, and everything. But I just there something hit me about the music. I was like, I really like this. And then I think when I started doing open mics and everything, I was twelve when I started doing open mics. And I think the reaction that I got. So when did you start guitar? Yeah. Um, well, I turned up to an open mic with a little MP like AirPod. Like, like, oh, she used to do it. What is it called? Oh. iPod oh, backing so. track. Sure. And they were lit. Like, you should have seen their faces. They were like <laughs> backing track. You've broken the unwritten rule. Yeah, the I know. When I was like 12, I was like, went up to them, like. Oh, surely, because you're 12. Yeah, no, I was really cute. So they were like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And then my guitar teacher was one of the people that did the open mic. So he was like, I'll teach you to play the guitar. <clears> so <throat> then, oh. at the age of 13. To like 14 I learned the basics and then from like 15 I really started to like like try and improve and everything and I still am yeah with the guitar and everything but I think yeah I would say like around the age of 12 to like 13 when I was getting that reaction from people they were mm. like I was Whoa, like oh I'm, I, 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 I was like is this good like am I good and they were like yeah like you're really good and then I think the bigger opportunity opportunities I get it just like kind of reassures me that I'm good because I think a lot of people my age because of like the how judgmental people can be mm-hmm. self-belief is like so hard especially with something that you're passionate about yeah so for me I was like like I still don't really believe that I'm good and when things happen I'm just like oh I'm, like, I'm not bad like I remember in lockdown I got played on BBC Six Music and I was like oh I'm not actually bad yeah. I got so excited you know what I mean because like yeah. I don't think you're alone with that. Like we've yeah. spoken so many times about that kind of relationship between belief and your music, and how often you don't believe you're any good, and mm-hmm. it really can do you do your head in. Completely, yeah. And that weird relationship between the uh, battle between you and your belief system to yeah. their performing to other people to put yourself mm-hmm. out there is a weird kind of juxtaposition between music yeah. and I think a lot of musicians go through that and I, I think it's actually like stop people like from doing music like yeah. like for me like I've actually been like shouted out for my par- by my parents before because I haven't posted because I'm worried what people will think mm-hmm. and the reason I'm quite bad what I've been in the past I've been quite bad with my Instagram is because I'm worried if I post if people will judge me like I remember mm. I posted a video like two weeks ago and it was like a proper promo video with me and I looked on the you can look on like in the insights of what people are sending like if people are sending them off to people and I'm like 16 people sent it off to someone and instantly I thought oh my god they're judging me 
But that could or have been a doing, positive. They're like, doing it. You're thinking yeah, they're, they're doing it because they're taking a piss. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, look, look at this, and I think because who everyone that I'm surrounded by, not at college, because everyone's doing music at college, but a lot of my friends here, like because I go to college in Norwich, everyone here is like going to uni and studying like smart subjects and everything, and like I'm just like, oh, I want to be a pop star do you know what I mean it's kind of like that and it just kind of seems a bit I remember like in lockdown I literally cried because I was like so, like so unrealistic and my mum was like we, if you if you love it and you're enjoying it and you've got that talent why wouldn't you give it a shot because you're just going to live your life in regret and that was just like well I you can't. have literally just summed up the essence of yeah. failed rock star <laughs> I'm one freaking t-shirt now <laughs> oh um, over there yeah in fact there much. you're only a failure if you don't try Exactly, and, I, and that I is what we're all about. Yeah, I don't ever want to live my life in regret, and I think if I, I wish people who do judge me, I wish I could just say that to them because it's like so frustrating. Like, I don't know. At, at school, I was like the only musician, yeah. so like everyone just thought like everyone would judge and stuff, and I just don't think they nev- didn't understand. And then I went to college, and like everyone understood. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, it's crazy. I think that. You're so not alone with that. I think it's like really yeah, kind of like, which is which is which I don't know if it sure. made you feel better or not, but yeah, mm. to know that but you have self doubts and you kind of have to figure out a way to kind of fight through those self doubts. And I think in the same way, <clears throat> you see yourself differently to how everybody else. Like you were saying about body image issues, yeah. you know yeah. how because we you know we speak to so many young people <laughs> in the shop and they obviously see themselves so differently to how everyone else sees them. Yeah, and the same thing with well, I think with your music. People hear it differently to how you hear it. Yeah. Because you've been there from its inception and you kind of, you're on the inside of it, you can't view it sort of uh, yeah, objectively, yeah. is that yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so everybody else is hearing it with completely different ears to what, yeah. what you're like analysing it, overanalyzing it. What it should it and, be as well. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Because the whole point is you're making art for other people. Yeah. I guess you must be. Uh, you start, yeah, off, you start off and you're making it for yourself but I think as it becomes more of a job you start making well, it for yeah, once, you, yeah, yeah. once you put it out once there, you release it and yeah, that's it, it's not yours anymore no, since it's out there it's not yours anymore and, you, and it's, it's, very, it's easier said than done but you have to kind of like it, like any, anything that's out there in the world you can't care what people think mm-hmm. well you shouldn't care what people think no, it's, yeah. it's, like it's, say, very it's hard to because you can get you probably get like 16 you get 100 pieces of feedback 98 of them are really positive and really enthusiastic. Yeah. You get two out of 100 that are like a bit dissing or something like that when you're always going to get it. You're always, and, and you, you connect for some reason you can focus on them. Humans yeah. are so weird about that. Like, yeah. how, how do you feel about social media in general and how do you do you use it um, a lot? How active are you? I'm quite like strong on like how I feel about it. Like I'm personally... For example, I have Snapchat, talk to my friends on it and everything, but I haven't been on it for, like, a day. <laughs> like, I'm... I just... I feel like... Hello. My name is Bernard, 2001. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. 
visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdatesvintage.co.uk. Peace out, Mother Crushers. If it it takes a lot of your time up, and if it does, it can be mentally quite bad for you. Like, if mm-hmm. I was to scroll through Instagram for an hour a day, I would be a mess. Like, I just mm-hmm. like I just can't. Uh, what way? I just feel like I, I will I will sit there and compare myself to people, but I, I like I limit myself to my phone, and I think that's like for me the best thing to do. Like, I will just go on it for thirty minutes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll post my stuff. I'll post whatever I need to. I'll like my favourite Instagram, like, mm-hmm. follow up, like their stuff and who I follow. And, and then... you treat it, like, as a, as a business idea or are you doing it personally? So, um... like, for example, like, are you doing it to kind of build community or are you doing it because it's just for your... Is your personal Instagram and your music Instagram same or separate? Or... Um, I'd say I just do it... I don't really know. I, I, I personally, like, post on my Instagram, like, my music Instagram daily to, like, try and... Build a following. Yeah, I've got two okay. Instagrams, um, and build like a following and mm-hmm. everything. But you I kind of have to, don't you? Yeah, That's yeah, and I and I, and I love it because the, whenever I post, I just get this like like I whenever I post certain things, I like I, I'm like oh that's really cool. I've posted that like I, I love this video, mm-hmm. and I love doing it. Like I love do like doing my music in Instagram, but it's just like if I was to scroll through and look at other people's posts like all day, like I just. I just Music couldn't. Or fashion, just or everything. That everything like fashion, music. That that there's artists that I look at who are like I was saying earlier on, who are like five years older than me, who have been doing it a lot longer than me. But I will compare myself couldn't, to them. You can't help but, yeah. And I will literally be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I need to be doing that. And it's like, and I did that a lot. And I think the less time I spend on my phone, it's good for me because mm-hmm. instead of spending time on my phone, I'll be practicing something or like meeting up with my friends but then again i do think it like social media is i think it's good to a certain extent like if you just spend mm. an hour or two for example a day. could you like looking at those other people and saying i could do that i maybe could do that or why haven't i as an inspiration to say why shouldn't i let's just do that yeah i think and to get, you have that find that inspiration because nothing no one does pretty much no one does anything original anymore so mm, true. the difference it's is you can poke, fact, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of true yeah, isn't it? but yeah. what, what you are original is you that you're, you're you yeah yeah you know you're you and you can post songs like everyone else does but it's your song and it's your personality yeah. that shines through yeah, and so you're, the, you're the, a total individual but the the content is kind of yeah I do pack- packaged in a similar way and yeah. I definitely take inspiration from a lot of like other artists it doesn't necessarily get me down but I think I think everyone does it I think yeah. everyone compares totally. like whilst they're on social it's, media it's human nature yeah and I think that's that's part of the reason I I always bring this up because I think it's one of the biggest contributors to like negative mental health among yeah. young people yeah just that that element of comparing yourself and not feeling feeling worthy yeah. and kind of inadequate yeah and that's why I only spend like yeah. uh, like my phone screen time a day is usually like two to three so hours so frustrating isn't it because the worst that you could have with social media and the ones that people we do have is so different isn't it yeah. depending on your mindset like that yeah. kind of the competitive thing that can beat yourself up with or the competitive thing that can inspire you to go to yeah. bigger and better things yeah I think social media is like an absolute blessing to like 
get yourself out yeah. there. Yeah. I just think if you spend yeah. too long on it, if you it use can it, be bad. Yeah, if you use it in a healthy way, as in limit the amount of time. And, and that's what I do, yeah. Constructively, you, mentally constructively. Yeah, if you're able to kind of see the positives of it yeah. and not, not get sucked into that doom scrolling where you are just, you're not even really looking at anything, you're just kind of and I think, out of pure habit just scrolling. Scrolling yeah. through. Yeah. But that happens when you spend a certain amount of time on it. Like, yeah. that usually doesn't happen if you spend like 10 minutes, do you yeah. know what I mean? Compared to no. like four hours. Yeah. But the, weirdly enough, like, TikTok for me, I can spend an hour on it and not get down because it's like, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's like an app that I. I Connect with. Which yeah, is the, I just. The, the, yeah, we, we, what do you know? It's, we're it's discovering it's weird. Weird. Because so much of it is sort of dancing ones. They, they tend. There's something about people dancing in. Synchronicity, is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Synchronized dancing makes me feel happy. Yeah, and and it's just like the funny videos and like the the creativity that TikTok brings. Yeah. Like I could spend I can personally spend an hour to two hours I don't even know wanna know how how long I've spent on it today, but like if I go onto Instagram or, or like where I think mainly the issue is is a lot of my friends and people mm-hmm. I know have Instagram and Snapchat mm-hmm. and whatever I post on there they'll see but like on TikTok like that's not the case so mm. it's not as how bad. are you scrolling are you just literally going just from the top and working your way down or are you going through hashtags or how or uh, what well, on TikTok like my for you page is like I live on that <laughs> and and my follower whoever I follow as well I sometimes I switch between the two mm. but yeah I just I, I don't know I've I, in lockdown I think a lot of people have done this but like just love TikTok and spent hours on it like mm. I think it's great so yeah it's one of my well it's one of my key things for this business is moving forward is how we our relationship with TikTok and how we do that and turn it into a bit of a plan it's very positive as well like yeah. I look at the comments on TikTok yeah. compared to the it's, comments on Instagram what it's Ben said amazing. isn't it two or three weeks ago same yeah. thing it's got a completely different algorithm and a completely yeah. different relationship with the user. It's 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 mad. Like, you just compare. You can. I know it's bad, but you compare different apps, and that one is so positive. And it's mm. like, I don't know. And I feel like I feel like sometimes Instagram can be a bit of a. Sometimes people can take it as like a competition, or like, oh, I get this many likes, and like yeah. my friend, like she'll delete a post if she doesn't get a certain amount of likes, and that just baffles me because I'm like, you shouldn't <laughs> care. You shouldn't care about the likes, yeah. like. Uh, I don't know, it's just... Whereas TikToks, I don't think TikToks like that. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yet. 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 I think it's I, new. That's yeah, I feel like that's because it's the new kid on the block. It hasn't yes. got that <laughs> cynicism. It hasn't been bought by Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's been bought by Microsoft, though, hasn't it? I don't know. I know it's Trump's trying to get it banned in America. Yeah, yeah. but Microsoft... Um, they in, stepped in. Stepped in, so mm. they, they have to ban Microsoft. Mm. Oh, God. That uh, be good. Yeah, and they've, like, given... TikTok like influences one billion dollars to work mm. with, like to pay all of these influencers. Mm. Interesting. Influences is a odd, odd concept, isn't it? Yeah. But it's. I think that what the beauty of I we go. Don't we talk about this all the time? The beauty of the journey with like, social media and what you kind of get out of it, what your expectations should be. But just by getting up and posting and posting regularly is the kind of. It is. is and people say that all the time. I I went to BBC Introducing Live and somebody actually said, they were like, how do I get signed by record label? Yeah. Um, like one of the questions. Sure. And they were literally like, all our advice is, is that you you go on, like you post all the time and you and you get rec- recognition. And somebody even, apparently somebody's question was, apparently you don't get signed nowadays unless you have 10,000 followers. And they were like, well, no. Like James Bay was like, if you have the talent, 
you have the talent like you're gonna yeah. get and and that's the thing i think people it's a blessing in a way because if you have that following the the labels are gonna notice you sure but, but if you have the talent first. but if you have the talent as and you only have like i don't know a thousand followers it's still gonna mm. be like important i guess so yeah. Yeah. We've, been asking that, we've been asking that question for the last 20 years how do you get signed to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. still haven't discovered the answer okay. but I would say just keep writing songs yeah, yeah. and keep would posting be. on yeah. on their medias yeah. speaking of songs yes. songwriting do you do you remember the first song you wrote what's your kind of process for songwriting <laughs> is there a formula or is it all sorts of different ways I laugh because my first my first song is awful. <laughs> Everybody's are. <laughs> kind of but of my process um, it's changed ever since I first started writing because I was actually I actually had a lot of help and from somebody who is like supporting me all the way and stuff. And I actually go for songwriting sessions with him a lot, and he he helps me with my to get my music to like the finished product really. Mm-hmm. And I first started. He first started like helping me and stuff, and then after like two songs, I then went off. And the first song I wrote was about like somebody being homeless on Facebook. Like that oh. was literally what I wrote about. Can and I then went. and then being it was like I w- I was the homeless person, right? And oh, it was like yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like it was like Collins. <laughs> it was like once I was alone, nowhere to go and no one to hold. Once I was alone, that's how oh, it went. Okay. <laughs> Quite moving. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Plus I. Like Poor old last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and then and then I started writing more and more. And what I do is I write the chords first. I do quite easy chords, oh, okay. so then I can improve it afterwards. I have room to like add to it oh, if that makes sense. Okay. So you writing the melody first, then putting the chords to it, or writing the chord structure. Writing the chord structure first, and then, and then trying to then write the write lyric. a melody. Yeah, and over. then write and then. I usually find if I have the, that chord progression, I can easily write a melody over the top and then the lyrics. And usually I write about a situation. A lot, All of my songs have been like something's happened that night or something's happened like uh, a, a week ago or a few weeks ago and I then write about that situation. It's narrative-based. Yeah, and it's, and it's the way I cope, really. It's like instead of taking my anger out on that person or that situation or however I'm feeling, I put it into a song and then... Catharsis. Yeah, and then it just just helps me in a way. It's, I like I like I like doing it that way. So yeah, and one of like one of my first ever songs, people say it's like still my be- one of my best songs was like I wrote it when I was like thirteen and four, well fourteen. It was called Be Yourself, and it's literally about like you know being able to like be yourself at school and everything. And like it was like um, we don't have to wear Adidas or Nike because that's what like everyone was wearing and if you wore anything different it was weird and everything i remember from the age of like 13 i've been wearing vintage clothing like that's just what i've been like wearing from mm. a young age and I remember at school everyone was like mm, that's weird and like would judge me and then now everyone it. wears vintage clothing mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's like i don't know and, and you were ahead of the game exactly and and now like I listen back to that song and people are like, oh my God, that's so relatable. And that's one of the things I <laughs> aim at. I make sure my songs are relatable. I hate, like, writing a song and, like, I'm like, oh, someone can't relate to this. Like, I want to really be able to release it mm-hmm. and people say, I can relate to it because they listen to people it People work on so. your songs and change them and tweak them or... A hundred percent. Like, the starting product to the end is, like, 
different. It's mad. It's so, it just yeah. But so do you do you record it on your phone to start with, and then yeah, that's that's take what take it to the studio. Also. Little like voice memos yeah, on yeah. my phone, yeah. and then I usually I then what well, I'm trying to get into a habit of like going into my mini like studio at home and then going onto Logic and doing a little demo. That's what I've done with my most recent stuff, and then I've gone into the studio work with the guy that I'm working with. Then we'll just add things and then improve it, and then it just then I teach you to the band, and then it just goes up from there. Hopefully, sometimes. So what kind of influences are sort of inspiring you at the moment? Um, hmm, that's a good one. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Go now, Jess. As, yeah. in, as in, like, artists, in a way? Or, yeah, like, yeah. anything? Um, oh, yeah. Take yeah. It, take it how you want. <laughs> Main artists that inspire me, just, like, in general, and always have done, music-wise, which I put in every song, like, is, like, Two Door Cinema Club, because... They have just been my inspiration from a very young age, and also Florence. Like those two combined, did like my young inspirations. They were sort just, of the first, the first two, yeah, them. and the ones that I will just like. There'll be like hints in every song from them. There's something about like the first bands you get into. There's all it's always in you, isn't it? Because yeah, completely. Like your first love. And then, like I'd say, I try. I have a play a monthly playlist. I make mm-hmm. myself a monthly playlist of all my favorite songs. And usually my influences will come from that. So, like, right now it's, like, really random stuff like N.W.A., Tom Mish and, uh, like, Masego. Like, R&B soul artists, a rap artist and a jazz artist. You know what I mean? Like, all very different people, but it almost, like, combines me to write into something. I don't know. I hate being, like, pinned down to a genre. Because, That's like, good. That's a one, song, way to be. one yeah. song is, like, I've got that I've that my basis for it for me is like jazz like completely jazz and then my other stuff is like alternative so and are you when you're instrumenting are you telling the other your band members what to play note for note or are you uh, telling them how does it work that relationship or are they bringing their own stuff well to... I hate being that type of person that's like like especially when you're a musician musicians most musicians love being creative and I don't ever want to be that type of like if you're working with me I don't want to be like you need to play it this way and that's the only way that you can play it like because mm-hmm. that's just not allowed they're not going to enjoy it but what I usually do is give them a layout and then I'm just like this is how I would like it to sound but go play with it like come back what, and a demo you yeah demo to I, them, I so. send them like a demo and I'm like this is what it sounds this is like a sort of basic but, vibe yeah but like do your thing on it add to it like like you know come up with something what happens if you don't like what they've come up with <laughs> I, yeah. I will say <laughs> I'm really studio standoffs with, yeah, with drummers it's never been like like me and my band get along really well like they're like brothers to me so like it's never been like awkward when I've said I don't like it and they've been like well I'm leaving do you know what I mean like they're not they're, <laughs> so far yeah so far but like we're all just quite chilled and laid back and like they'll tell me if something's bad of mine. Do you know what I mean? Like we're very honest people. Um That's good. and I think they understand that because I've written the song myself, like they can't then come in and Because be like, yeah, that's always the thing. Is it a band record or is it a Gabby Rivers record? And you know? We've had like so many conversations and it is something that I'm always thinking about because Should we be Gabby and the Rivers? <laughs> that's what I mean, because Chris Florence is my inspiration and yeah. I've took She's Florence the and the machine. I've always 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 from a young age wanting to be Gabby and the but it's just a case of when because like but are the machine actually a band like as in 
They actually write. They yeah, actually they can write, write them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They actually are like a full mm-hmm. band. Yeah, and and I think there's one specific person that she's like been with the whole. Yeah, time, I, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure, but I'm not sure they're like in, like moving, changing all the time. Yeah, they different. definitely I mean, they do change, but yeah, there's a couple who have. Cause there's a lot. You're a machine. You're a machine for life, or you're a machine for like, the, the next rotation. <laughs> there's like three of them. I know there's I know there's three that I know of, or two that I know of that are definitely like mm. in the have been in the band from the start. I wonder like, how they feel about just being the machine. I don't know. I, I guess think, they don't mind. I, they, they're, they're they're, she's so successful. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if they're playing Glastonbury, I'm, I'm sure they're absolutely fine with it. I'd happily be a machine. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> but I, I, a lot of my band, like two of them are at uni in Manchester and Leeds, yeah. and then my my guitarist, he usually plays with me quite a lot. But like, I've had the conversation with them. Like, mm. well, it's all good if we say Gabby and the and we cast ourselves as a band. Yeah, but with, like, Gabby and the Rivers, they just go over the flow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, but I said I always. Done for that. <laughs> <laughs> I see, always. See what happens when you don't when your laptop shut. I'm written. You're sorry. Gabby and the Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have Go it. with no, the mind. flow. You would have delivered it with such naturalistic panache. Yeah. yeah, but it's just I don't know. I feel like if. I was if I had a last minute gig and yeah. oh. like I they can't then travel down no, like no. to mm-hmm. like, I assume they're not they're not getting paid over, so it's no, like exactly. Kind of so, do it for the love. They do it for the love. Exactly. So it's kind of like I can't cast myself as a band and then it just be one person. Mm. So it's just got something that we we've we've talked about and we need to talk about more but and and the thing is like more people are starting to learn to love certain people in the bands like people oh, like do you know like like, like bang like I remember we um we played nice. the junction one time and like there was literally girls that had literally come to watch Cora and my drummer play you know you know the oh. busker cojones that yeah. comes to, oh, you probably know like that. Yeah. yeah so they're always like Car-, like people like. I remember Cora, Cora. <laughs> yeah exactly so you're not stopping me uh, well my friends is, my friends were at the gig the rivers, not... my friends were at the gig and they were like Gab! like trying to compete oh, okay, with them and I was okay. like oh my oh, god. god but yeah so well, and people like I remember I was on a live stream once and people were like oh Jason he's an absolute legend like people were learning to love people in my ba- in my band so yeah. it's kind of like oh well like I want to make it Gabby Anther, but it's just okay. And also, I don't want to make it the name cringe. Do you know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> so it's like Gabby you're Rivers think is of... a cool, cool name. For everyone, a solo everyone says mm. that. Like, I, I was at my friend's house the other day, and her mum was like, "You literally sound like somebody who's like proper in the music yeah, industry." Yeah, exactly. Like mm. Gabby Rivers just works, and I was like, "Yeah, he's cool." It should yeah, it's it's be a shame yeah. not to use Stephen Hurdle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeremy Dixon. Mm. Just doesn't sound like Ger- rock and roll. Jeremy and the Dickos. <laughs> I wanted Jess to call this on. Um, was it Richard or was it Dick Dixon? Mm. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dick Dixon. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he does sound like a fifties fifties rocker. Yeah, he'd be Dick- friends with Buddy Holly and Dicko Dicko. He's gonna be Dicko Dicko. Yeah, well, he doesn't exist, so forget him. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a son. He's just not called Dick. Right. <laughs> he is a Dick, but Brilliant. we don't talk about that. Uh, okay, okay, Gabby. Where can people hear your music? Uh, they can hear it on all music platforms. If mm-hmm. you type in Gabby Rivers, my EP will come up. And also, if you stream, download my EP, all of the earnings when I get the money through will be going towards the NHS. Oh, shut um, the front door! So yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of my what whatever, because I think I get it in like six months after I release it. Sometimes it's how PRS works and oh. stuff. Um, so once I get it through. That all will be going towards the NHS. So yeah, if you stream it, download it, all that money 
goes towards so which them. is that the headache headache my ep headache, that came yeah. out in april so all that money yeah. that sounds like you'd be yeah. showing me lose no no, no. Like... i don't know how much it will be but it won't be like a lot but yeah <laughs> but still like any money will help towards like, yeah, exactly. the NHS yeah. but yeah and then social media wise it's just Gabby Rivers music so oh. yeah well and you're going to play a song right now oh we're going to do Band for Life this is what yeah. happens yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when it's not a Damn playlist do it. it okay well you're going to do oh, Band for Life then no. you know, I was just trailing the song mm. stick around because Gabby's going to do a song <laughs> but in the meantime let's do Band for Life the jingle <laughs> there's a jingle, a jingle. On the you, don't, you don't get <laughs> it on the face tell on that yeah I've got the bloody crap out again <laughs> faffing about no, this is, it's a good waffle two keep seconds of... keep it in yeah. uh, right so Gabby let me just explain the concept again for any new listeners although don't know why you haven't listened from the beginning mm-hmm. so Band for Life slash Band for Life you pick two bands I'll make it um, 350 to 500 listeners a month there you go stats uh, one band slash artist that you could listen to exclusively for the rest of your life and wouldn't get bored of. Nice. Although you probably would, but let's just say you wouldn't. Yeah. And a second band who you would erase all their music from existence. Or artist. Or artist, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it doesn't, work, it doesn't well. work with Band for Life. So don't tell us which is which. Tell mm. us the two band slash artists. Okay. And then we'll see if we can guess which is which. <laughs> you can definitely guess. And then uh, you can explain your reasons. Okay. Um, so Tom Mish... And mm-hmm. six nine. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who I I don't know who I I'm familiar with the work of Tom Mish, okay. and he's really good. So I'm hoping that he's your band for life, and not your beer. Can I tell you the answer? That I, I don't know who the other one is. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. His name is six nine. Okay. His name. Oh, he's six nine. I'm going to take it that you want to ban him. Yeah. Am I going to tell you the answer now? Yeah. 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 Six nine. That's correct. Yes. Six nine is like. Rap, but like, is he actually six dot nine or was it sixty nine? I don't even. It's a really weird layout of his mm. like name, but he's it like, awful. Upside down. What does he rap about? Yeah. Is he sort of misogynist? He sounds like, like, like kind of yeah, and just like he he went to prison for some awful oh, things, and then came on. out, and the song that he came out with was like awful, oh. and like I just just don't like. I'm a bit fussy with my rap. So, sure. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> it's not yeah. vanilla ice. If it's yeah. not, if it's not McHammer. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I won't just, touch it. <laughs> I would. Ne- I do not ever want to listen to him ever again. So. That seems fair enough. I'm going to listen to him out of curiosity to see mm. how bad he is after this because I can't say yeah, I've ever had the pleasure. But Tom Mish, he's is... had his, Her Majesty's pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom, yeah, Tom Mish, I I know two or three he's tracks and they awesome. are awesome. He's like. What does he do? He's like sort of jazzy kind yeah, of yeah. It's like mod- electronic. It's stuff. kind of modern jazz, I think. It's like he's kind of like made oh, it his own, but he's maybe really good. I saw an advert for him on Instagram. I think it's like on a stage Instagram playing, playing a piano. Yeah, he's really really good. I've seen him live, and he's the best. I, I've seen like quite a lot of artists live. He's um, a bit like a jazz artist, but a bit of a street style jazz artist. Yeah, in a way, I, don't, I wouldn't. 
wouldn't even call it, he's like jazz electronic yeah. like soul oh, so okay. he's a bit he's a bit of mix but he's really really good and all of his stuff is amazing he's also got he's got one album called geography which every track on it is just insane yeah. so yeah and he's collaborated collaborated with a few people yes he has he, he collaborated with Della Soul Ooh. um he's collaborated with a guy called Jordan Rakai. Uh, do you know Loyal Kana? Yeah, He's I think yeah, yes, that's the song. Them two, they they are like him and Loyal Kana are best friends. Mm. So they've like on every album of each other's, they're always oh. on it. So they're very really good, Steve. Really, really good. So I've yeah. put some on the playlist. Oh, it's probably, probably it's probably come on. You didn't know who it was. Yeah, the Mitch. Yeah, the Mitch yeah. Meister. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What does he, he? Does he play Glastonbury? Where, where, if he was he, going to play Glastonbury, where would he be in the lineup? Mm, How big is he? Where would you expect I, to see I think Tomish? He'd be headlining one of the tents. Small, yeah, yeah. Not, not like the main tent. Or, or the, like yeah. the main tent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The main he, tent, he, was, he was he was actually playing Glastonbury this year with. He's he's collaborated on an album with a really cool drummer, um, and they did an album together. So he was playing Glastonbury this year, and he was actually playing a festival that I was supposed to be going to, Mad Call in Spain. He was supposed to be playing that. Um, mm. But yeah, he's. Is he got beat or is he big. quite low? Yeah, no, yeah. he's quite a yeah, beat. Yeah. So he yeah. was like, you could. Yeah, definitely. Have a dig. <laughs> De- definitely. Yeah, you definitely did that move too. But yeah, he's just doing like, some some zumba shit. <laughs> just drop some zumba shit on your ass. Yeah, there you go. He's so Put like Tom Mitchell and then zumba zumba his ass. Revolutionised your uh, week. <laughs> but yeah, speaking he's of festivals, you you a played latitude last summer yes. and you were meant to be playing it this year. Meant to be playing latitude this year. Oh, that. I suppose I played. Latitude. Is that on the BBC int- introducing stage? Uh, no, but this year possibly. It was like, like there was like something said like in communication with like the people like doing like, like not doing Latitude, but like one of the stages that I was going to play like a bigger stage to what I played last year, but it kind of, it kind of was all a bit unclear because lockdown happened so early. They uh, didn't really like plan, but yeah, you. heard a few things like, on the phone. And I was like, oh, gutted because I was going to be playing Latitude. Either on a, or either on the in betweeners or another stage, but yeah. What's the in betweeners? It's my college, uh, the college that I go to. They have a stage there. It's like an up and coming music oh, okay. artist stage. Um, it's like, have you ever been? To, I'm guessing you've been to that. Have you ever been to Latitude? No. Oh, oh my god! We just ruined It's like, it's like a stage in the woods, um, and that's the in betweener oh, stage. I did say that I wanted to go. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you are such, such a crazy rock and roll model. Yeah, but it's a brilliant. We should let your mum in, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if for it, the song, the yeah, but my yeah, my friend Henry's got like he's got a caravan. He's family got a caravan quite near it, so quite like the idea of going to his caravan or something. Not the camping. Can't be asked with camping. Yeah, I quite Camp- like the evening, but I can't be asked with the sleeping part. Of it yeah, the camping is like kind of gross. But yeah. I've been I, I've been going to festivals since like the age of eight. Yeah. So like I've just gotten used to it. So I don't like yeah. it doesn't bother me. But okay. it's just like oh, camping is a bit gross. Well, yeah. the end of the weekend is just yeah. the worst. Wiping your bum hole on a paper plate. Yeah, it's just it's yeah. <laughs> baby wipes or a, wipes. Or a <laughs> <laughs> plastic <laughs> beer, pint glass, plastic pint glass. Okay, yeah. so that was the Band for Life feature. Um, before we go, and before you play play a song, Jez, can you um, tell anyone how they find us as well and remind yes. everyone how they find Gabby? Yes, so search for Gabby Rivers, all, all one word, on yes. the social medias. She's on Spotify. Her new EP, Headache EP, is yes. out now. And as Gabby said, um, money goes to the NHS, so mm-hmm. go stream it right now. Yeah. 
Uh, and obviously, you can find us on. That's gone right about Tristan. I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us. All you need is at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Yeah. But, you know, obviously all the usual social media. Yeah, you know, I'm sure a lot of you probably have already been following us. We get, yeah, we get lots reckon. of messages of love and interest from people saying, "How you're doing a great job, guys. You should, <laughs> yeah. wear, you should wear tighter trousers. Yeah, I like your little beard. I like your little moustache and little beard. <laughs> I like it when you sit with your legs open and with your little shorts on. Yeah, luckily I got them out of the freezer. Oh, because yeah. for oh, a while yeah. I was here, they were in the freezer. Frosted underpants. Unplanted, yeah. Unplanted in the shop. Yeah. Did you want to Kids talk about fashion? Do you said that you oh, said yeah, you oh, yeah. talk about clothes yeah. might as well? Yeah. Well, yeah, while we're on the subject of bestdaysvintage.co.uk, where you can yeah. get all your sustainable fashion needs. Yeah. <laughs> Gabby, what, your fashion inspiration? Fashion inspiration? Oh, I like that. Um, I'd say, like, I kind of bet, oh, it's so bad. I look on Pinterest, right? Mm-hmm. That's where, That's the place to go for me for fashion and a lot of stuff that comes up is like obviously like 80s mm-hmm. 90s clothes it's like my main I wouldn't say there's like a site there's like certain people that I do look at but they're like influencers like there's a girl in LA called Emma Chang I want to say Chamberlain Chamberlain she's like kind of like vintagey sort of mm-hmm. but like yeah I think like 80s 90s vintage if you going to walk into a vintage for. shop mm-hmm this one. <laughs> what would you? What would you? Gra- what would you first thing you look at? What sort of product? What do you gravitate Ooh, towards? That's a good thing. Um, I'd say I'm a huge fan of like jeans, like Levi's, high waisted jeans. jeans. Yeah, like high waisted. But like, I love baggy clothing mm-hmm. and jumpers as well. Like baggy jumpers, I'm so bad. Like I will like buy like that's my main thing like baggy jumpers like baggy jeans like, I bought a pair of Lee jeans here like I think like two years ago and they're still in like perfect condition and I wear them all the time and like I just yeah I always look at them first like if I was talking there I'd always like, go straight to the jeans section yeah then, and also like things like two pieces as well yeah you buy a lot of the rework two, yeah stuff I love customized. stuff like that like that they're the a lot of my wardrobe is filled with two pieces so yeah and also they're, they're so good for festivals like two pieces at festivals like especially the ones I bought from here mm-hmm. are, they're so good because they're really like cool you don't get hot in them and they're like they're Easy to go for a week. Well. you know what I exactly. think about two pieces because they're, they're not really a thing for men are they our friend Dale he wore a two piece at a Jimmy's Farm Festival yeah I mean I've seen the odd person do it the they haven't yeah. really caught on. Tyler the Creator, he's but, he's a bit he's one of two pieces. But I like the fact you don't have to think about you know they already match. You don't have to think oh I'll put that with that. That's already done for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think of the time okay. saving with that. True. <laughs> True. Especially when you can buy them like like they're like, actually like up there like. Isn't that just a football kit? Similar to a football kit, yeah, <laughs> but without the socks. Yeah. <laughs> Three piece. <laughs> Lovely. You just right. described Oasis. Uh, let me, <laughs> yeah. while you're playing your song, I'm going to get my phone charging so we can. Yeah, uh, well, I, I can feel it with oh, I'm going to hand you yeah. your axe. Does your guitar <laughs> yes. have a name? No, funny enough, it doesn't. Right, you want, might want I to feel like that. I should name my guitar. I don't know what I'd name it though. Okay, well, don't rush into anything. <laughs> I've named my car and things, but I don't name my. A lot of my friends at college, though, like they all name their instruments. It's just all a bit too much. Like they all have lots of instruments. It's like that's all tuned. It's all good. Right. Um. 
Right, I'm going to play oh. Headache. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cool. Are we ready to go? Ready cool. To go.
Ooh, my hands are sweaty. <laughs> cool. Mm, I'm still Bonton. recording, so it's just still official podcast. Cool, cool. No, don't edit any of this out. I won't. And it's gold. <laughs> it never does. But <laughs> <laughs> the sweaty bit staying in. Uh, That's alright. Okay, guys, thanks everyone for listening to the Third Rockstar Club podcast, podcast that talks to musicians about their journey in music and mental health and fashion. Mm-hmm. The nose.